Hey, welcome to another episode of Doc Kennedy Live. Glad you're here. Thanks so much. If you could share, subscribe, and comment, review, all that jazz really helps the show grow. I greatly appreciate it. I'm not going to spend a ton of time on that right now. I'll be honest with you guys. I'm in kind of a somber mood. Uh, tonight, we learned about a horrific, horrific event that happened. I hate to even call it an event. Flat out homicides. In Waukesha, Wisconsin, this dude took his vehicle right down the middle of a parade. And I'll tell you what, the footage is graphic. The footage is awful. How anyone can do that, I, I can't fathom. How anyone can get to a place where they think that that is justified. How do you get to that place? I haven't been to a parade in a long time, but when I was a kid in Montana, we had the best time. You know, of course, people were throwing candy from the floats, and I don't even know when the last time I went to a parade was. It's been a while, but it's always a good time, and particularly in small towns where you can just come together, have this community event, and enjoy your time together. You know, that's exactly what it's about, you know for the people in the parade to get to do that. Um, I'm trying to think, was I ever in a parade? I think I was. I'm going to have to ask my mommy. <laughs> she didn't know. But, you know, that's what these folks were doing. And this felon, he just got released on bond, a $1,000 bond, two days ago. In fact, I'm going to read this tweet from Cernovich. Waukesha massacre suspect Daryl Edward Brooks was released from Milwaukee County Jail on a $1,000 bail earlier this week. Earlier this week, two days ago. This dude was locked up on good reason. He has an extensive record. He's not a good person. But a George Soros-affiliated Milwaukee District Attorney, John Chisholm, let him out. These, uh, these DAs in these liberal cities, they are allowed to run rampant. And they are George Soros funded. He pays to get them into office. George Soros used to be kind of a uh, mythological creature. <laughs> He's not. you know, And we've learned that. He's not. He's paying not only for that, and I believe that there's ample proof, that he's paying for the riots. But I'll tell you what, man, I have had it with fake news. You know, the enemy uses, when I say the enemy, I'm talking Satan. Satan uses fake news to take people like Mr. Brooks, who are already on the edge, uses these fake narratives, such as Kyle Rittenhouse is a white supremacist couldn't be further from the truth and they know that's a flat-out lie they know that's a lie but they spread that lie because it fuels the narrative that America is racist and really the end goal is that if they can convince enough people that America was a bad idea they can literally destroy the Constitution and that we're hearing people talk about that destroy the Constitution, and replace it with communism. They're saying that straight up now. 
So, man, alive. I have no idea. Again, I'm just trying to wrap my head around how someone gets to a place so dark that they would be willing to run down children. It's so disgusting. So disgusting. I'm already planning on uh, trying to put together a, a, a comedy night to raise funds for the victims and their families. It won't be a ton, but it'll be something. It's just horrific, you know. I can't, I cannot wrap my mind around this. One of the stories coming out, this guy at the parade said that he was holding this little girl and blood coming out everywhere. And man, alive. It takes a special type of evil to pull off something like this. And, you know, stand, you know, you can have whatever stance you want when it comes to the death penalty. But the truth is that when the death penalty is on the table, less crimes like this happen. People have to know that they might pay with their life for the crime that they're considering committing. They have to know that. And we have enough, you know, we have enough with DNA testing. We have enough with video surveillance to be able to say, okay, these, like the crime that we've seen tonight, yeah, absolutely. There's enough proof that you killed. I don't know how many people we're going to find out are dead. And you injured how many others? I mean, I, the video footage running over people. You see the vehicle jump. And the there's pictures of the vehicle afterwards completely dented up. There's a picture of it before that and a picture after. Every It's like it hit another car, but those dents are from hitting people. In my opinion, it, these types of things, you have to pay the ultimate price. You have forfeited your right to remain on earth. You know, I don't care about Kim Kardashian going out and saving these people also should be paying with their life. You know, making up some BS story to get these people off the hook. Enough with this nonsense. When you have an eyewitness, when you have ample evidence, including DNA fingerprints, that should be enough to say, okay, you committed heinous crimes, murdering people in front of their children, then you have to pay the ultimate price. And when people know that, when people know that that is on the table, they are much less likely... Is, is that a word? Much less. <laughs> it, they are less likely to go ahead with that act. And that can't be argued. People get all upset. You know, even Christians are like, well, we shouldn't. Are you kidding me? God's word says, I forget if it's Deuteronomy, I believe, says that we are to put to death anyone who sheds innocent blood. That means anyone who murders. I'm not talking about going to war. Unfortunately, with the fall of man, war happens. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking when someone goes up to another person and chooses in that moment to take their life. They have no ability to defend themselves. 
You just decide that you're God and you're going to take them out. The Bible says that they are to pay with that same price. And that did not change when Jesus came. And that's a a big confusing point that Christians have. They think that when Jesus came, a lot of that Old Testament stuff went away. And that is not the case. Okay. This guy that ran over these folks, I don't know how God does this. I was talking to the Lord earlier tonight. I just said, Lord, I don't know how you can forgive someone like this. Someone who would murder children like this. But that's his grace. And I don't make the rules. And I'm glad. (laughs) I'm really glad I don't. And I'm glad I can leave it to him. Yes, there is that grace. But we still have an obligation to follow through with the, the laws that God gave us. That didn't go away with Jesus. Jesus came for salvation. He came He came on the spiritual battle, end of things. And we're talking about the physical battle. If we're going to live in a society where there is law and order, there has to be capital punishment. And I'm sorry if that rubs you the wrong way, but just take a few minutes. You know, take take tomorrow. Think about it. It's not fair for someone to lose a family member to a murder and that person who killed their loved one gets to live. Not only live, but live off the tax dollars of the people who lost the loved one. It's like they get to pay for them to stay alive. That's not fair. Have we had executions of people that were innocent? Yes. But like I said, we have the technology now that this shouldn't even be an issue. If you go out of your way to murder someone, if you, and I'm talking about, I'm not talking about like a heat of the moment type thing, uh, unless it's more than one person. I'm talking about a uh, premeditated, you know, the deep, dark stuff. And there's plenty of them out there. I mean, it's unbelievable. The things that are coming across the news today are just unbelievable. Some young guys set a homeless man on fire in New York, and the guy just died a month later. What? We have completely lost touch of how precious life is. We've completely lost touch of how precious our fellow humans are. It doesn't matter if they're on the street, if they're struggling or whatever. How dare you? And who are these people raising these, particularly the young people? When you, if you raise a teenager that goes out and kills people, what, what the heck was going on? I, I don't get it. Man, we got to get back to valuing life, valuing our neighbors, caring about people. Quit, you know, looking at how rotten your life is or feeling like you're a victim. You live in the United States of America. You're not a victim, period. You're not a victim. I don't care what anybody told you. I don't care what fake news is saying. They're lying snakes. And they're trying to manipulate you into feeling like you are something that you are not. There's still people. I mean, look at the southern border. Look at all these people trying to get in because they left somewhere. They felt truly oppressed, not just kind of oppressed. I mean, every move of yours dictated. You can't go after your dreams there. You know, some of these places that they're coming from, you can't go after dreams and goals. 
Your dream is to stay alive. And that's a sad reality. You know, most folks haven't even been outside the United States, so they have no clue of that. It's very true. It's a real thing. And there's a lot of people trying to get in and have gotten in that seek to do harm. They want to destroy the United States of America because America stands for freedom. And they don't like that. And I'm sorry that we're just talking about this tonight, but it's just so heavy on my heart. You know, I look at how Kyle Rittenhouse is treated the last few days, how that story even was treated. Just a complete, complete mishandling of truth. It's so disgusting. You know, I spend time educating people. Hey, the guy's that Kyle had to kill because they were going to kill him. And he didn't try to kill him. Trust me, if he wanted to kill them, it would have been a headshot. And he would have taken out more than just the two that died and the one he had to shoot in the arm because the guy had a freaking gun to his head. Literally. They're all white. Every one of them. And anybody saying that, well, he shouldn't have been out there. What about the rioters? What about the looters? Somehow they... They were fine destroying that town. Give me a break. And then another lie out there right now is that Jacob Blake is that he's dead. (laughs) Now, he might wish he's dead, but he's in a wheelchair. He's not dead. And I doubt he wishes he was dead because he cashed in. So lots of lies out there. And you have to do your own research. You have to go to the sources That will give you facts over opinions. They'll give you facts over feelings. I have lots of feelings on stuff, but it has to be led with truth. You know, otherwise it's just hogwash. You know, another thing with the Rittenhouse case, what blows my mind? Yeah, people are all upset about that. What about the, uh, you know, I don't know what the average is on a weekend in Chicago of people shot and killed. But it's at least 30, if not more. Nobody has a problem with that. But they have a problem with somebody in self-defense. You know, things are so backwards. And I believe God's going to help. You know, he's the only one that can change the heart. And he's going to help do that and set things right. But man, it is painful in the meantime. Pray for these folks in Wisconsin who are, are just so devastated tonight because of the actions of one person. We have to have massive change here. There has to be massive change. We can't allow the George Soroses of the world to come in and dictate who's going to jail and who isn't, allowing people like Mr. Brooks to come out here, have a free pass, And go out on a killing spree. He should have been behind bars. Any city. You know any. Any uh, red city. He would have been behind bars. Because that's where that type of person. Belongs. He has an extensive record. Of domestic violence. uh, Some other stuff. I don't have the rap sheet right in front of me. But there was a reason that he was behind bars. And there's a reason that he had to pay to get out. And he didn't have to pay that much. Because he had this douchebag get him out. So, 
we have to stop allowing that. You know, we have to make laws that make that illegal. You know, get the Soros influence out of our pool. I mean, that guy, he came and peed in our pool. You know, anyway, I'm going to uh, stop rambling here. Not every episode's going to be like this, but this just broke, you know, just a little bit ago. And it's just so, um, just so awful. And my heart goes out to that community. And I'm going to see what we can do to help bring um, some financial aid, maybe even do a show there, you know, within a year or so. Maybe we can go there and uh, do some comedy and help that community heal. That'd be fantastic. But uh, for now, we mourn with those who mourn. You know, as God's word says, we mourn with those who mourn. And uh, it's just a really horrific thing. And we got to be there for those uh, who need us. So if I, I know that there are, are um, avenues for sending financial aid. If you can do so, I know they'll appreciate it. Prayer works. So when you're praying on purpose, with purpose, it's effective. And so don't feel like, well, all I can do is pray. No, that's a big deal. The prayers of a righteous person availeth much. I'm going to go edit this episode. And I'm going to go to bed. And I have my my lovely little family here. And I just, I'm so blessed. And I want you to take a moment to think about the blessings that you have in your life. We're coming up on Thanksgiving here this week. With these people that have experienced such loss, what do you have that's blessing you? And I'm going to start with my family, my lovely wife, Rebecca Kennedy, my lovely son. He's such a wonderful bundle of joy. Make someone stay better. All right, I'm going to stop now. I love you all.